Your number one Christian hit station presents Dog Watch. Former San Antonio police officer, author, and pastor, Tim Rupp, takes you through real-life scenarios and discusses excerpts from his books. You've never heard cop talk quite like this. Dog Watch starts now. Well, hello and welcome to Dog Watch. I'm Tim Rupp in the Rev.FM studio in beautiful Idaho Falls. Here with me is the one and only station manager, Gary Austin. Hello, Gary. Hey, Tim Rupp. How's hey, it going? Man. Hey, think things are going well. They Here are. Here we are in the fall. You know, it's well into uh, September. Yeah. And uh, beautiful weather. Sure is. And it really has turned on I me. Mean, you know. Anyways, here we go. Heading to fall. It's going to be cold pretty soon. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> Anyways, we we are here. We got we got a show. It's probably going to take us a couple times to do the show. Very yeah. interesting. It's, it's going to yeah, be on good protection, t- protection tips for women. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But before we get to that, we need to honor uh, officers who were killed in the line of duty on, on this day, September 13th. And so I've got one here that I just lost. I'm September 13th. Why did I say 13th? It was the 20th. I, I'm not sure. You had me confused there I'm for a, a minute. I'm behind. I was confused. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> Update that calendar up there. September 20th. 20th. September 13th. That was last week, Gary. Yeah, it was. I said we're well into September here. Man, you're, you're messing with my mind. Okay, so here. Sheriff Robert Carmen, Clareton County Sheriff's Department, Missouri. End of watch. Tuesday, September 20th, 1864. 1864. Wow. What was significant going on in America in 1864, Gary? Man, it had to have been the Civil War. The Civil War. See, <laughs> we we are teaching. See, I was taught by you. We are learning, and we are, well, I hope you learn at school. 1861 to 1865 was the Civil War. So, uh, but this is all we have on the sheriff, Sheriff Robert Carmen. It says, Sheriff Carmen was shot and killed during a raid led by Confederate soldiers during the Civil War. He was 56 years old. That's all we have on it. We don't know if he was married, had, you know, kids, grandkids. That's it. (laughs) Very limited information. I'm surprised that's all we have on on this uh, gentleman who was was killed. You know, Missouri was a a hotbed of contention during the Civil War. Yeah, sure was. A, A lot of historians kind of ignore because we think of the Battle of Antietam, the exactly. you know the the, the early battles, you know all them battles yeah. where thousands and thousands of soldiers were killed. Obviously, uh, 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 Gettysburg, the most famous mm-hmm. battle. We don't think of Missouri. Missouri was a state that didn't know what she wanted to do. You yeah. know, as a matter of fact, it says here, and this is from uh, on the fence, the, on, on the fence, <laughs> essential war curriculum. This is this is a historical website. And it says this claimed by both North and South, Missouri held a liminal status between the Union and, and the Confederate. So what liminal? is lim, liminal status? What does liminal, liminal mean, Gary? Hmm, it's, uh, it seems to me it would be like a boundary. A boundary, like on the fence. Like on you the just fence. Said. <laughs> <laughs> See, we, we are a, smart, Tim, a, right? a, a bed load of information here. A truckload. A truckload of information. <laughs> a truckload, a yeah. Chevy truckload of information. Wow. Why a Chevy? Because you're going to get more information. Yeah. In a Chevy than you will. Another yeah. brand. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll That's true. Here, so. I've seen more than a truckload on some Amazon trucks. So, Man, so here yeah. we go. Here, here's yeah. the, the information. So, <laughs> a limit, you know, the thing about Missouri, and I mentioned this off air, you know, my, I found out this when, when I was back home uh, last month in Texas. Uh-huh. My, my mom gave me some information about her granddad, which would be my 
great granddad. This is what I found out. I think it's more than that, though. I think it's my great-great-granddad. I don't know. Anyways, Peter Fox, he was murdered in Missouri during the Civil War. Wow. Yeah, by a guy that went by the A-list name of Harry Truman. Now, that wasn't his name. His name was Jacob Terman, T-E-R-M-A-N. Oh. He took the name Harry Truman. He said, well, he named himself after the president. No, because Harry Truman was president in the 1940s. After, right. Yeah, I mean, President Truman probably wasn't even born then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this guy took the alias, Harry Truman, and he, he was one of the ones that he that went around. He claimed to be for the Confederacy, and he'd go around murdering Union sympathizers. Oh, and so one of my, my great-great-grandfather was one of his victims. Huh. He was murdered, and they stole his horse after he was murdered him. And this guy, uh, Jacob Truman, Terman, Jacob Terman, that went by Harry Truman, was uh, convicted and arrested. But then I found out later that he apparently escaped and went back to Texas from where he hailed. He hailed from Texas, the Lone Star State. Anyways. Interesting story. Interesting stories here. You learn so much. Yeah. I'm going to have to get on one of them history things. Yeah, Ancestry.com or something. Don't be advertising things here. Well, well we're not advertising. We're just giving information. Right. A truckload yeah. of information. Yeah. All right, Gary, who do you have? Give us some more information. Well, mine's not as interesting, but it's still Officer Dan Memorial, and that's, that's what it's all about. So senior uh, police officer William John Jeffrey, um, he was shot and killed um, after he was, um, let's see, he served as an arrest warrant as part of a high-level uh, narcotics case. And they made contact with a female subject who answered the door. And as they spoke to her, the wanted man emerged and opened fire without warning, striking Officer Jeffrey and another officer who uh, did not pass away. But officers were able to return fire and killed the subject. Um, Let's see. He used a Glock handgun that had been illegally converted to full automatic. Full automatic hot Glock. Yeah. My goodness. He was a, a Navy veteran, and he served with the Houston Police Department for 30 years. It's hmm. a long time. He 54. Um, yeah, 30 years, nine months was his tour. Wow, you know what? Man. And if he would have retired at 30 years, he would have been good. You know, that's yeah. a whole lifetime. And you know you're talking about retirement, what you're going to do. Exactly. And, you know, other guys, I was a police officer for many years, and the guy has got 30 years on him, like, hey, man, when are you going to go? You know, well, you know, I'm planning on this, and they'll have it all planned out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm leaving, you know, at, at 31 years, or I'm leaving at 32 years or something, and this is what we're going to do, and we got this cabin that we're going to build or something. Mm-hmm. You're making them plans. and, and Right. Uh, and it's just like you. He started young. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm sure was excited to be, you know, a police officer at 20-something yeah, I mean, years old. Yeah, he's still out there doing 54 years old, and he's out there <laughs> yeah. kicking doors in. Yeah. You know, and, and, and doing police work. Well, God wow. bless him. You know, that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's sad. So, but we're here to honor, uh, one of the things we do at the beginning of each show is to honor officers who were killed yeah. on the state in history. So, yeah. and that I was, what, that. what year was that? Uh, that was uh, 2021. 2000, oh, so, just, just a couple years ago. Yeah, not really long Two years ago. And then we had from 1864, and obviously there's many in between. So, mm-hmm. Keep officers in prayer. Keep their families in prayer, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, when you see an officer, I know I know a lot of times they hear, thank you for your service. How about 
thank you for your service. I'm praying for you. I like that. You know, I yeah. think that, that'd be good. Yep, Pray for too. your police. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get Absolutely. my uh, a newsletter at the end of all my newsletters, I say, "Pray for your police," and please do that. If you'd like to get my newsletter, you can sign up on my uh, 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 website, thestrongblueline.org. Thestrongblueline.org. Sign up for the email website. Uh, email website. The email newsletter right there, and you get it. Cool. You can catch Dog Watch on Amazon, Google, Apple, and Spotify podcast yeah. platforms because Gary's put in there. Yeah, Gary is the man. Is He's got stuff. us all over the place, man. And so, hey, so we we got some. I think we got some good stuff here for for this week and probably next week. Yeah, we're going to talk about tips for for women when they're when they're out by themselves. You know, you know the the thing that prompted this, Gary. I I never thought about this. I mean, I can't say I never thought about protecting women what to do because I do have two daughters who are mm-hmm. both adults and and uh, uh, some young granddaughters. But a lady came up to me. She asked. She she was concerned about her mother, who is a widow now. And she said, "Can you give us some advice of what to do? Because my mom, my mom goes out, and sometimes she's with other ladies, and they're out late at night, and they're kind of concerned." Mm-hmm. And so I, I I told her some things. I'm like, "Wow, you know," I said, "I'm going to do some research. I didn't want to give her some any bad information, but what what thing I I did tell her, and I think we're going to find this out. I told her the most important thing." is situational awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell my Absolutely. daughters that, I tell my my son that, and and even my, my, my grandchildren, pay attention to what's around you. Mm-hmm. Just be aware. Uh, and, and with younger people, it's more so because yeah. they're just tied to the, them electronics. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're looking at They it. really but, are. But we got some, so I, I looked on the website. I'm not taking credit for these. We're going to go through them. But th- these are some tips from Pacer County, California. I went up there and I, I looked up. I said, they got some good things. So we're going to go through them. They got nine tips here, Gary. And we're going to go through these Perfect. tips. We'll I'll start with number one. And then we'll just talk about it. And I know you've got Sounds some daughters. Good How many me? daughters you got? Like 14 yeah. or something like that? <laughs> 14. Oh, no, well, she's 14 I have years three. Old. Oh, three. Yeah. Three, Youngest is 12, almost 13. And your oldest is? And oldest is uh, 20. 20. So, so, I mean, this is right in this, this age. Yeah. Where yeah. All three of them are. Very important. Yeah. You, very important exactly. stuff. So, this, so if you have daughters, you have a wife, a girlfriend, a mom. Yeah. Big deal. Uh, big deal. Any ladies in your life, this is good information. Number one, have a plan. When you're going out, whether it be alone or with a group of friends, it's best to have a plan in place. And Gary, you know, older women usually do have some kind of a plan. They may mm-hmm. not articulate it, but young kids... Where are you going? I don't know. Yeah. Who are you going with? I don't know. Yeah. Friends? <laughs> when are you going to be home? I don't know. How yeah. you going to get to where you are not? don't know where you're going? Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Have a plan. Have, have a plan. plan. And, you know, knowing your surroundings, which I just talked about that, knowing your surroundings, such as who and what is what is in the immediate area, is one of the most crucial safety tips to remember. And so when you're talking to young people, Gary, you have a 20-year-old daughter, and she says, hey, Dad, I'm going to go down to the uh, uh, river because they've got some bands playing and stuff like that. You know, so know what's going on. Yeah. Okay, who's going to be, what, what kind of bands are they? What, exactly. You know, who's being attracted to these bands mm-hmm. in open air? You know, is it is it Saturday morning, you know, 9 o'clock in the morning where they have the uh, uh, farmer's market? Mm-hmm. Probably a different crowd, Right. right. 
So think yeah. about think about that, or if you're going to a, a concert or whatever it may be. Continuing on, and making a habit to pay attention to what is going on around you will help you become more aware of your environment. That is so so important uh, to to pay attention to people and, and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to go into the other things, so I just want to ju- just pay attention as an extra level of precaution. Let someone outside of your group. Know your whereabouts and what you have planned for the day or evening. There yeah. it is. That's good. That's when you tell dad. Yeah. And and there's a reason it's number one. You know, that that's mm-hmm. uh, all of these are placed, you know, uh, pretty good here. So um, number two is ping your location. Um, f- of course, smartphones are not only a great tool for taking photos and sending messages and sharing news, but they can also be uh, lifesavers. Um, most smartphones have a great emergency feature that allows users to ping their location to anyone in their contact list. This feature is easy to set up and will draw attention to the user should they find themselves in an unsafe situation. Um, and, and I've seen this, you know, several times, you know, on some of those, uh, Dateline shows or, you know, missing like that, that, that they knew the location, the last location of the person or there's video of them at a bar or right. at, you know at an event or and something there are, like there that. And there are apps so, that you can get where you can follow. Exactly. You know, and yep. it's a good idea and especially if you have teenage daughters. Yep. Uh get them on the app and get them in, and you know they're going to push back and complain. I'm not saying they all will, but some will push back some and complain, will. you know, and hey, <clears throat> it's for their own protection. Mm-hmm. And uh if if they won't let you do that, I mean, who's paying for that phone? Exactly. You know, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, until they're adults and out there on their own completely. But even when they're adults, they're going to school or something, going to college, or they're working. Still important. Uh, it's it's important yep. to to have that uh, information, not because you're a helicopter parent and looking over them and not mm-hmm. wanting to do things. You know, especially as an adult, you need to let them spread their wings. But but you want to just watch over their safety. Yeah. Yeah, just you really be safe. Do. You know, funny thing about this, when you read through their smartphones, you know, it, it's good for a lot of things. It never mentioned making phone calls. <laughs> that's true. People, oh, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind funny. of unique. Yeah, we, yeah. You can make a phone call on your phone. Uh-huh. Just let, letting you know, young people. Smartphone. <clears throat> phone. Yeah, phone, yes, yes. Okay, number three, tools for protection. When it comes to selecting a self-defense device... It's important to choose one you feel most comfortable carrying. That is important. Items such as pepper spray, a safety whistle, a mini flashlight are great options to have on hand when going out. Mm-hmm. So there are some things there. I get a lot of questions about carrying guns. Mm-hmm. You know, and should I carry a gun and stuff? And of course, unless you're 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 21, you're not supposed to be carrying a gun for self-defense. But if you choose to to do if you can legally carry a gun in in Idaho, it's uh, you, it's constitutional carry, so you can carry as long as you meet the qualifications. You can carry a gun, but don't think just because you go down to the store buy yourself a, a pistol and put it in your purse or put it in your waistband that you're safe. Yeah, exactly. You've got to have training. It's so important because the last thing you want to do is to have somebody take that gun away from you yeah. and use it on you. Yep. Or for you to take a shot. And uh, shoot an innocent person, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, or something like. So there, there are dangers that come with. There, there, there. Guns are are tools, 
and they're dangerous tools. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't let a, a six-year-old go out and use the power saw. Right. You know, you wouldn't let him do that. He may hurt himself. Mm-hmm. And even adults hurt themselves using the power yes, saw. they do. They don't, you know, they take things for granted. They're not paying attention and so forth. So, and so a, a pistol, a rifle, a shotgun, whatever, it's a tool. So make sure you know that. There are other tools out there. They mentioned here uh, pepper spray. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> don't get the idea that pepper spray is the cure-all and it's gonna, you're going to be like on Star Trek where you exactly. hit them with the spray and they're going to go down. Yeah. Uh, it's a good, helpful tool, and it's it's. I recommend pepper spray. But then again, learn how to use it. Now, there's not a whole lot <clears throat> to know how to use it, but when you need it, it needs to be readily available. Exactly. Not in the bottom of your purse somewhere and you can't remember how to how to you know spray it. Yep. And so, and the uh, I think uh, another important point is that. Um, some states it's illegal. Pepper sp- pepper spray is illegal. Yeah, so you got to be careful. So you got to be, you know, cautious of. So what do you do if you're in that. a state that's where pepper spray is illegal? Right. Well. Well, Gary, you move out of the state. You move out of the state. Oh, I see where you were going. Find out what, what's but, what's legal in your state. Yeah. And, there, and there's tasers out there now. Right. There, yes. And, there, and there's tasers. Personal tasers. And there's all and, kinds of things. Keep in mind, these things can be turned and used against you. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Uh, it mentions a, a, a whistle. It, that, that's a good thing to, to have, a safety whistle. If you're going to have pepper spray and, and you go outside, let's say you step outside, you're, you're closing down at night, you're working, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, have that ready. Have, you know, mm-hmm. Be aware of your surroundings. Don't just step out and walk to your car. Right. That, that's number one. Exactly. Go back to number one. Have a plan. Look outside before you go out. Go st- open the door of your business, then then step out and look around. Look mm-hmm. at the park lot. You see a suspicious person in the park a lot. You you don't know who he is or what. What do you do, Gary? Well, you go back in. Yeah, you go, you, go back you in, lock the door, yeah. and call the police. Oh, I don't want to bother. But look, they're paid to protect you. That's yeah. what they are. They're first right. responders. Now you know. Just assess the situation. If you don't feel comfortable with it, you think something, just call. You don't have to call 911. Right. Have the non-emergency number in your phone. Mm-hmm. Your your local police department, wherever you're at, have the non-emergency phone numbers and just call them. Say, you know what? I, I'm, I'm a 21-year-old lady. I'm, I'm here. There's somebody in the park lot. I'm unsure. Mm-hmm. They will send a police officer by to check it out. Yeah. Please do that. That's what they're paid to do. When I was a police officer, people used people would call me for that occasionally. Then they would apologize. I'm so sorry to bother you. Believe me, it was no bother. Yeah, that's what I'm there that's to do. I, yeah, I would rather get there and there's nothing to it and go on. The guy had a flat tire or whatever it is. But sometimes that's where we find suspicious people. They're up to no good. Mm-hmm. You know what's he doing in the parking lot at one or two o'clock in the morning? Exactly. There's a reason for him to be there. It's either he's got a legitimate reason or he's got an illegitimate reason. Mm-hmm. Let the police determine that. Yes. So yeah, very, that very is important. a that is a good point. Um, so four is create boundaries. Uh, regardless if you are out alone or with a group of friends, um, if you ever feel uncomfortable or unsafe with someone's uh, attention toward you, do not be afraid to put distance between yourself and the individual. There's nothing rude about protecting yourself in a potentially, potentially, potentially unsafe uh, situation. At the end of the day, always remember to follow your instinct. That is such good There's, information. Yeah, Don't that is worry really about good. Being rude to people. Yeah, you know, it's not, yeah that that that's good information. Create boundaries again. 
younger people have a problem with this more than older people. They really do. Uh, number five, take a self-defense class. Mm-hmm. Turn safety and fun and try, try a class of self-defense. We never want to think the worst could happen. However, in terms of learning to protect oneself in a potentially dangerous situation, being equipped physically and mentally to handle those scenarios. Now, Gary, don't think that you're a, a 95-pound woman, you're going to go to some class and you're going to be able to take out Mike Tyson or George Foreman. Exactly. You're, it's not going to happen. No. But they're going to give you some tools. They're going to tell you, they're going to tell you to be aware of stuff. They're going to give you some tools to, to, to help you uh, better survive, but don't neglect these other things just mm-hmm. because you take a self-defense class. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. That's a good point. Number six. Or who's, who's up? Yeah. Number six is buddy up says, do your best to not walk alone. The more, the merrier in the terms of safety. And that is that is definitely Always a go general. Out. Ladies, if you're going out, go in groups. Yes. You know, two, three, four. Sometimes you can't do it. You're working late. You're by yourself. Uh, but when you can avoid it, avoid uh, doing that. Yep. Speaking of avoiding, number seven, avoid oversharing on social media. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Christian, are you listening? <laughs> avoid oversharing on social media. While sharing a location can be good in situations when you need someone else to know where you are, it can also let criminals know when you're not at home. Mm-hmm. Posting your location, travel plans, and details about your your home layout on social media can make it easy for people to know exactly where you are and when you're going to be. Back. That is a good one. I like that. They, these are all really, really good. They, they are. They're, they're, they're some good. Some of it is just practical stuff, but sometimes young people just don't think about it. Right. You know, and sometimes older people not thinking, oh, I want to let them know where I'm going, you know, and hey, who else is listening in? Mm-hmm. You know, when it's on social media, everybody knows. <laughs> exactly. So number eight is update your friends or family. Another good one. Let your friends or family know when you're going, where you're going, and that you'll be alone. Give Giving them updates along the way will give the both of you peace of mind. Exactly. So, so. if you're a young well, I don't want to let my parents know where I'm at then you probably shouldn't be there. Then you shouldn't be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll just let that go there, right there. Exactly. Number nine, tell someone, I feel like Dave Ledwin. Number nine. <laughs> no, number nine. <laughs> he goes backwards. Then. Uh-huh. Anyway, tell someone you got home safe. Tell a friend or family member to expect a text message from you when you get home and what to do if they don't hear from you. And please remember to send that text. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So it's a good yeah. idea. Let people know where you're at. So, so can, important. You know, uh, follow up and, and make sure you're safety. So, you know, we, we got an, uh, the, the next time we got some information from a chief of police that gives some information to his daughter. Yeah. That wrote some stuff. Yeah. Up. I think that's going to be interesting. Be good. Yeah. So there's going to be some Continue crossover. This discussion. But, hey, thanks for listening in today. If you have a topic or a question you want to address on Dog Watch, send me an email. You can email suggestions, questions, comments, or complaints to dogwatchattherev.fm. That's dogwatchattherev.fm. Got from the good book today. Do not be afraid of them. Remember the, the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Thanks for joining us. Remember, make the watch strong. Dog Watch is brought to you by the Strong Blue Line and your number one Christian hit station. Send your comments and questions to dogwatch at therev.fm. You can download the Dog Watch episodes from therev.fm as well as offer your financial support for this program. Be encouraged, be strengthened, be enabled in your faith with Dog Watch.